Hi, Hi you guys. Welcome, Welcome to Long Talk and Go Podcast. Today's guest is our teacher who was born in Australia and has been to many countries. And also, she has lots of work experience now. She lives in Melbourne with her husband and one amazing daughter. Let me、Hello. have. Please, Please welcome, welcome Andrea. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so great to be here with you guys. <laughs> wow, so we are so excited today. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> No need to be nervous. <laughs> so now, please、uh, introduce yourself.、Uh, what's your name? Where are you from? Sure. Okay. So my name is Andrea Fieri, and I am Australian. I come from、uh, Ballarat originally, which is just an hour and a half、um, mm. from、uh, Melbourne. But I consider myself a Melbourneian. I've been living in Melbourne most of my life.、Mm. Oh, oh, and I speak English. <laughs> I, I try to speak a little bit of Spanish and Portuguese as well. But yeah, my first language is English.、Mm. Yeah. So this help we we don't have a special language for for no, the no, audience. No. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so <laughs> well, now let's move on to.、Uh, Introduction class.、Yep. Um, well, we're gonna ask about your childhood. So, sure. Yeah.、Um, the first question is when you were a child.、Uh, what was the memory that that come up first like,、mm. when you when you think about your childhood?、Mm, okay.、Um, in my childhood, well, I'm. Fifty-two. So、wow. I think that、um, so、a childhood, <laughs> my childhood, is very different from a childhood of someone today, right? Because yeah, yeah, it was like amazing just to have a color, a color television, right?、Oh. Not everybody even had a color television. So it's kind of such a different time, isn't it?、Mm. Um, I think when I was a child, people. Neighbors played together. You know, I was always at my neighbor's place, or they were always at my place, and we were outside a lot. We played a lot of games outside. I think probably more than people do now. And in Australia, you know, when my daughter was at primary school, I would walk her to school. But when in, when I was young,、yeah. when I was five years old, I walked to school myself. So I, I think that. There's that feeling of being a little bit more carefree, a little bit maybe safer when I was younger、mm-hmm. than perhaps parents would feel now.、Mm-hmm. And I, I had a good、uh, childhood.、Um, so as I said, I grew up in Ballarat. I'm the youngest of four children, and、um, it was really exciting, you know, to go to. The city to see my grandparents—that was the big ex- exciting thing.、Uh, but I should say one thing because I love to travel, and it was very unusual when I was young to travel very far. But my parents took the family to Europe when I was only ten years old, and that's when I got itchy feet. And itchy feet means always wanting to travel. So it happened that that started when I was young. I blame my parents for that one. <laughs>、oh, interesting. So what? Like,、uh, you you did you say about game when you were a child? You play with with your neighbourhood. 
You you were you neighbor. Yeah. Like, what what kind of game did you play? Like? Um. Well, I suppose. Um, right. If I think of at the schoolyard, in the schoolyard at lunchtime, there was always like skipping rope and another mm. game that I don't know if it's the same in every country called hopscotch, where you throw a stone and you have to sort of jump around it, and oh, um, or know. or tiggy, which is you know you you run and chase people and you try and touch them. Yeah, and, yeah. Like yeah. hide and seek something. Well, uh, hide no, and no, seek. No, 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 but no. hide and seek, we used to play also in my family and with neighbours. But I think there was a lot more. Physical running around, kind of yeah, um, yeah, yeah. sports and things like that. Yeah, that people would do. Whereas, like, maybe now, I don't know. What do kids do? Like, time now. <laughs> Look at their smartphone. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think I've always loved reading as well. So that's something from mm. early childhood. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now you already like thought. You already like, answered a uh, mini question of us. So the next <laughs> question is will be about. Uh, your dream in 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 your like in your part of your dream when you when you were shy, do you did you have dream about when you when you were shy and you have did you have dream about mm. your life and what would what would you what would you be? Yeah, look, I I think that um, perhaps typically of a lot of uh, teenagers, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Hmm. And so I ended up being um, a decorator, designer, interior decorator, hmm. um, because I loved color and texture. And so I had a, like a vague idea I wanted to do something creative when I was older. But actually I found that that was, you know, it seemed it didn't seem very like it didn't seem like I was really contributing anything to the world. Um, And I think it was only when I was sort of in my 20s and I had a bigger dream of wanting to help people and I was interested in um, working maybe in a developing country. And that's when I started to think about, well, what what can I give people? And that's when I thought about, well, I can give people the, the gift of language, right? Because if you can speak English as a second language, suddenly you have a lot more opportunities yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, that didn't happen really young. That happened more like when I was 20 or so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very good. So the next part is will be also when you, when you, how can I say, when you finish, I mean, not finish, when you become became adult I became mm. an adult yeah and yeah you taught us like you love to travel mm, and definitely you have been how many countries have you been I, I think I worked out I've been to something like 35 countries yeah wow. yeah you know like apart from airports I'm not counting airports <laughs> I'm counting like I went out wow. and saw something yeah wow. Um, so definitely that's something that I've been really, really interested in. Um, but if, in terms of where I've been a little bit longer, um, my first real year away was in uh, Latin America. I went to El Salvador um, like 20 years ago um, as an international observer for uh, elections because they wanted people to be there to make sure that um, everything was done correctly, so they were asking for observers to come. 
Um, that's a long time ago. <laughs> that's like '94. So, but that that was my first time living away and um, living in Central America, El Salvador, sorry, Nicaragua. Spent some time in um, some of the listeners might be from Colombia. I spent a little bit of time in Colombia and. Um, the Amazon in in um, Brazil wow. and different places in South America. Actually, lived for a few months in Bolivia oh. and was a volunteer in a deaf school, which was really really fun. Um, and then later on, I um, actually worked in Portugal. I was directing a school there, and uh, more recently in Spain. So. My, with my husband and my daughter, we lived in Madrid just a couple of years ago. So that's sort of a little bit of uh, my travels. So when did you start to like? It means you have to go to a university and you finish university, right? And you like decided to be a volunteer. Okay, so um, yeah, I, I went to university and did a degree. I previous to that, I had done a diploma, and then I did a postgraduate um, teaching qualification. Um, but the first time when I went over, it was before I was officially a teacher. I just done a degree, um, and I think uh, this is the great thing for people who are listening. You don't have to have means of qualifications to be a volunteer. You just have to have a willingness to help people. I think, right, and to have a heart to want to help people. And I think there's lots of opportunities all around the world if you want to be a volunteer. Definitely, mm-hmm. and I, I would highly recommend it. I just think it opened my my eyes to. Um, well, one thing was made me realize how lucky I am, and mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of that that sense of you know, if you're born. Into a, a lucky country, and you've been given a lot. It's yeah. kind of nice to give back sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so that time you like didn't think about maybe this question is to like to mean to lose something, but uh, I just wondering like that time did you concern about money? Um, I was really really lucky actually that my grandfather. Uh, when he died, had left me some money. So, mm. in my at that time when I was younger, I did have a little bit of money. And um, at that time, also living in South America was very cheap, and mm. I did I did live with friends and things. So it didn't really mm. cost a lot. I think that you know now um, when I went back to. Um, Believe, oh, sorry, when I went back to Brazil and worked there for six months as a teacher, then that was a paid job. And when I was living in um, Portugal and then later Spain, they were paid jobs. So of course, not it's not always easy um, to go overseas if you don't have the money. But I guess sometimes there's there's ways around that. You know, if if someone was like me and they had a high level of English. They perhaps could do some sort of exchange. You know what I mean? Like there would still be ways of perhaps mm-hmm. doing volunteer work and maybe still earning a little bit of money as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's a for me. I was lucky. I didn't have to worry about money, but I understand it. Yeah, for some mm-hmm. people, it would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like 
the experience that is very important to to for our life and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of schools in um, Australia encourage children to do volunteer work, and I think that it can be done. Um, in a way that doesn't take up too much time. For example, a number of my friends maybe would take their children along to um, what we call soup kitchens. So homeless people oh, yeah, yeah. Um, go to these places to to get free food, and um, just everyday citizens in Melbourne um, serve them food, right? And so that doesn't take a lot of time, but. It's a good experience, right, for young people to do that. I think with their parents to say, mm. "Wow, you know, not everybody has such an easy life, and yeah. maybe they'll feel a little bit better also about themselves because they're they're connecting um, with people less fortunate." Mm. So, yeah, I think it's possible. Mm. Mm. For after that, like, why did you think to? Why did you like decide to find like? Permanent work. So you mean settling back in yeah, Melbourne? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Well, well, you know, life is interesting, isn't it? Because you think, okay, this is my life. I thought I couldn't see myself being married. I wasn't particularly interested in getting married and having a family because I was really interested in traveling. And in yeah. fact, I just come back from Brazil and I had just bought a little apartment. And so at that time, a lot of people were working in Japan, mm. um, and that was my plan. I was going to go to Osaka, and I was going to work there for a little bit just to earn money um, to to pay off my my um, my mortgage, my home loan. Um, but I met my husband. You in, know, like in Japan? no, no. I'm sorry. So. My plan was to keep traveling, leaving other places, yeah. but then I met my husband in Melbourne. Oh, in Melbourne. So he traveled a lot and I had traveled a lot, but we actually met in Melbourne. Oh. And so um, I was a little bit older. So soon after we got married, I had my daughter. And, you know, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it didn't make sense for me to travel so much. So actually, you know, meeting the right man and having my daughter was what mm. caused me to stop and settle in one place. Oh, it wasn't so much a decision. It just sort of happened. Oh. Mm. You didn't expect anything about family? Or- um, I just think that if you're really, really looking for someone, you probably may maybe you're not very happy with your life and I felt like I was quite happy with my life I didn't particularly feel like I needed a partner but of course I'm you know super happy (laughs) that I met my 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 husband right of course but I wasn't particularly looking for a partner no no not at that time so um it was a Unexpected, yeah. It's like pleasant, pleasant but unexpected. (laughs) This is, I think, it's quite a personal question. But could you tell us about like about your husband? Mm. I wanna, I wanna know like what, what, what what thing, what thing that he he did for, and then you, what what thing he did, and you like. Surprise and how do you look? Uh, yeah, okay. so how, how did I know he was the right man? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> so um, actually, he, he is also an English teacher and um, he met me at a school when he was an emergency teacher and then at that time he was living overseas. So he went back to America and then a year later we met again and um, he, he actually told me he was thinking about me um, after he met me because he liked the way that I was I interacted with students and he thought that I was friendly mm. and kind. Mm. So, you know, that's nice. That That's what he admired in me. Mm. Um, but I really liked him because he didn't want to change me. He didn't, oh. he didn't say, no, you're too opinionated or you're too loud or he just like, yeah, he really liked me for who I want, for who I am. Mm. And I think that's huge, right? Yeah. If you want to change your partner, then I just don't think it works. And, the other thing is that um, he said he would oh, – he actually, he tricked me in a way because he said, why are you still at this school? And um, I said, oh, I haven't got around to writing a CV. And he said, oh, do you want me to help you, right? So he actually um, – we kind of went out on a, yeah, kind of a date because he said he was going to help me with my CV. Mm-hmm. Um, but we connected over things that we're both interested in and we talked about Salvador Dali and other oh. artists that we're really interested in and I'm super keen on art and so he had my interest from the beginning. We talked about books that we had read and then – the first time that I went to his house and he cooked a meal for me, um, he had one of my favourite artists, um, the, a book of my favourite artist on a coffee table, right? And I went, very interesting. <laughs> you know, just little, little connections, yeah, right? Uh, little uh, things uh, that you, you feel same. like, yeah, it's an unusual thing, right, yeah, to connect yeah, yeah. with someone in that way. And yeah. so that was... Of course, later on we connected over a lot more and I found him just later on when we went through difficult times, I just found him incredibly supportive and incredibly selfless. Mm. And um, actually another thing, later on in our relationship, he talked about having a child and I said, no, no, I'm too old. And I said, well, you know, if we have a child, it has to be both of us pulling our weight, both of us raising the child, not me home as a stay-at-home mom. And I have to say pretty much from the beginning, he's he's been with my daughter as much as me. Oh, he's, wow. He's really been an incredible father. Wow. So that's something that, you know, certainly helps in a relationship, right? If you think, wow, I really appreciate my partner. He's an amazing person. He's an amazing dad. So... Yeah. Like you did a connection before, like before you decide to help your your child. Mm. Very, very clever. <laughs> we had a plan. I had a I had a contract. <laughs> Not quite signed, but a yeah, bit like a contract, because, right? <laughs> many many family that when when they when they have like when they have a baby and yes, that support that women have to like keen on really really like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, women, it's like, it's this woman's job and you have to look after the child, something, and 
Yeah, I think that's true not, in a lot of right. cases, right? Yeah. yeah. In in a lot of countries, mm. you know, a woman might be highly educated yeah. or have her own dreams, but in a lot of cases, it's very very hard yeah, for yeah. for both mum and, and dad mm. to um, pursue their dreams. Yeah. So I think it's just lucky also because. Our hours have been flexible. Mm. Um, when my baby or when our child was little, um, my husband worked in the morning and I went into that workplace, different school, went into a workplace, handed over the baby and worked the afternoon <laughs> class. So, you know, it doesn't always work that way, does it? Yeah. You have to have the right jobs that allow that to happen. So mm. we've been very, very lucky. Mm. Mm. Uh, before you, yeah, when you met and you think you thought that this is might be the right, the right man. Yeah. And uh, did you uh, were that time were you afraid of like, being together because like, when you like, decide to decided to be be together, that it means you have to uh, stay and maybe stay with together twenty yeah. four hour and uh, yeah. <laughs> did you? Uh, yeah. That's a really great question because I hadn't really had many long relationships. I was a very independent person and I had told my friends, oh, I need to find someone who is on business like abroad for six months of the year (laughs) because I couldn't imagine like being with someone all the time. But I think that changes if you're with the right person. Um, and I think that you've got to maintain your own interests, don't you? So, for example, now my my husband's not a professional musician, but he's in a band and he goes out and he rehearses with his friends. And I think that that's, for me, the key, that you're you're doing things that you're interested in doing and that you don't always have to be at home seven nights a week, but you've still got to maintain and, you know, keep keep up those interests, keep up those hobbies or those things that um, feed your soul, you know, creativity or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think for me that's been the key that I've, if I want to go and do an evening course, something creative and fun, I can do that, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that. <laughs> But it was hard when we lived in Madrid, when we lived in a really, really small apartment together, um, kind of living on top of each other, the three of us. I think that's that was a bit more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but like love it, like change everything. Love it can change everything. <laughs> but you've got to yeah. work at it, don't you? I mean, you have you fall in madly in love. Everybody falls madly in love at the start, but then I've been with my husband. I don't know, I don't know, fifteen, sixteen years. I think. There's sometimes when you've got to work at that and you've got to go, okay, we have to have fun. You know, we have to go to a concert together or we have to watch a film together or the, you have to make time to do fun stuff together. Otherwise, you stop being like husband and wife and you're more like housemates and, you know, I think I think that's important. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the way, like, we, we, we don't have to be like husband and wife but we just have to we just be a friend, like be a par- partner and classmate, something. Yeah, I think, I think that's so. I think that's important, isn't it? Yeah. 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 French friendship is really super important. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You got to respect each other, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We're gonna pass to about uh, 
job yeah. about work. Mm. So when did you know? When did you know that you you like interested about teaching about teaching English or something? So when I uh, went over to Latin America for the first time, I was in a Christian community and they were doing some amazing work and I was just doing a little bit of volunteer work, as I, I might have mentioned before, um, as uh, teaching, actually teaching English as a second language. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of... In English, we say I fell into it. I fell into it was kind of almost like it was accidental. Mm. I wanted to to travel and I wanted to do something good, but I didn't know what it was. Ah, and yeah. this opportunity opened up, and then I went, "Huh, I really like this. You know, ah. I really enjoy this." And I think that even looking back, mm-hmm. um, it makes sense to me that I would become. Uh, and teacher of English as a second language yeah, or yeah, as another yeah. language because my friends at high school were the international students, right? Mm. I was always interested in people from different backgrounds, oh. different cultures, and I was really interested in connecting with people. I was interested in that idea right. of, um, yeah, yeah. That, that time, of, like, of, every, of, everything, like, click because you can, you can talk English and you can travel. You can like, yes. earn a little bit money. Everything like very condition is great and perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that a lot of my colleagues now have a very similar story. Oh. They wanted to live overseas, and oh. uh, I think that teaching English as a second language enables oh. people to do that. that the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will we'll be oh. able to do like, travel and yeah, teaching English. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think that. Um, Yeah, I might have had an interest in, in different countries like Portugal and Spain, and so yeah, definitely, it's allowed me to go back and live in those countries. What do you like about being uh, an English teacher now? Um, I've done different courses. I spend a lot of my uh, time in Melbourne teaching IELTS or being an IELTS examiner. And I think that sometimes when I'm preparing people for an exam like that, it's very satisfying because maybe people need that uh, band, right, to go to university yeah. or to get residency in Australia. And you can help, like, you yeah, feel like you help and definitely success to in 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 his exam something. Absolutely, and I think that. Um, As I said before, if you have a good level of English, it opens up other doors. You know, it opens up opportunities for you. So, uh, and if, sometimes when people are in a closed class, when I say closed class, that means they are there for five or ten weeks. Hmm. They have a real goal, hmm. and everybody's working towards that goal. Yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. Um, but often I will be doing an exam class, and then. Another couple days or another three days, I'll be doing a general English class, and that's fantastic because it's more relaxed. <laughs> you can talk. You can talk about lots of different things, and I might have something planned, but I can change it around because people want to talk about something else. So you know, you can be a lot more flexible, and you can 
you know, really you can have a bit more fun yeah. in general English. Mm. And if you have a really fun class, you can kind of run with different things. So I love that. I just love meeting, uh, well, like you guys, you know. <laughs> when I had you guys in my class, I just, um, it was really interesting for me as a teacher, you know, talking to you about your experience mm. and um, you telling me a little bit about Japan when I went on holiday. Then, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. I just yeah. think it's it's fun. You know, I'm actually doing something I mm. enjoy and um, I'm getting paid for that, which oh. is which is great, right? Yeah, Not everybody, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. works well, in the area yeah. that they really enjoy. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So it's a money. blessing, really, yeah. Mm. That time I could realize we can teach each other, even if we are teacher and student. But I can teach you new life, new knowledge about Japan. Yeah. And I can get from your English. So <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, it's nice, isn't yeah. it? I can be learn teacher. each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, no, it's true, isn't it? Because I think that we all have different life experiences. Yes, yes. yes. And when people talk about their experiences mm. in their own country or in their own family or in their own culture or their own religion, mm-hmm. um, that opens up my, my world, right? Yeah. If someone from Thailand talks about what it means to be a Buddhist, mm. wow, that's so interesting to me, you know, mm. and it makes me think about, you know, being more Zen <laughs> in life, <laughs> you know, like it's a challenge for yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just think that um, that's, that's an important part, yeah. I think, of being a teacher. I feel with a class like we, we had together, I feel like I come out of it energized. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just me giving, but I do feel like people give that really great energy back. Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, very good. I'm thinking like you are, you are the personal, like have, you have to have a goal. What is your next goal to, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> um, you know, sometimes goals are a little bit limited by money, right? <laughs> so I think that. What, what if you What if you want to do next? Yeah. Ah. Uh, no. Next. You mean I don't know now. if I've got a, your plan. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've got a huge goal. I think that um, I keep coming back to travel, right? <laughs> um, I'd love to visit New York, so that's a little goal. Um, and. My husband and I are always, like, working on our house. So it's not a major goal, but it's something that we're always um, chipping away at, always working on. Um, I I guess something that I would like to do at some point is um, I've been in investigating different ways that I can perhaps help refugees in Australia um, and I can't advertise it on this uh, <laughs> now because I can't remember the name of the app, but there is um, going to be um, an app opening up that um, allows for teachers or native speakers to have conversations with um, refugees and teach them English. And I, I guess for me... Um, going back and doing some sort of voluntary work and helping people who are less fortunate would be a goal. Um, how much time I would spend doing that, I don't know. It wouldn't replace my um, 
my job, but it would be perhaps something that I could do in my own time. Mm. So that's certainly something I'm, I'm looking at, different options of, of how I can perhaps do voluntary work again and help. So that's a little thing that mm. I, I would like to do um, and perhaps contribute in my own way. Did you have like New Year goal? Oh, New Year goals. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure my New Year goals are really similar to other people's and they're really a little bit boring. Um, things like going to the gym more. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I okay. yeah, um I haven't really been very successful, but it's nearly the end of the year, so I'll I'll probably make that same new year's resolution again in January. Um one other things. I think that um sometimes I can lead a little bit of a boring life and just be just like working and going home and not doing anything very exciting. So um, a goal that I have, okay, we're near the end of the year, so can I talk about next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would really like to do, um, I'm, not, I'm not a good drawer, but I would love to develop some artistic skills. So I would like to do either um, an online drawing course or an evening um, drawing course. Mm. Possibly I have looked at one that is... Um, Yeah, botanical watercolors. So it, just doing something creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not being boring. Just doing something life new and creative. Interesting. Like, because I life is very interesting because like even you even you are adult, but you have to have like goal. And every every year, like you grow up, everyone grow up, and yeah, we we. We have to have like aim or grow and propose what 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 we are going to do, what we are going to be, mm. and every year, every it's good every to be year. develop always to be developing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always, always mm. changing. Yeah, right? yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, you don't want to just stand still. Mm. <laughs> we have become almost forty uh, minutes. Yeah, very fast. Mm, yes, <laughs> very fast. Yeah, and let's move we, to final section. Yeah, we become, <laughs> yeah, move on to final section. Mm. We call what if. Oh, so, what if? What if is oh, like, I suddenly I, feel like the student. Yeah, a little bit of reversal here. Okay, like, hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical situation. Hypothetical situation. Right? Yeah. So the first question you want to ask the first yeah. question. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I have a phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't warn me about these what ifs. I hope I've got ideas. <laughs> I, I didn't show you the no, first no, no. time. Yeah, like surprise. Yeah, yeah surprise. <laughs> This is how I do it. <laughs> This is your rule. Yeah. So the first question is: If you were giving one superpower, what power would you want? Would you want? <laughs> like, like superpower, like Marvel yeah. or like. Superpower, superhero. Yeah. What teleportation? Or oh, any any power? You know, I guess because we've been talking about, um, you know, doing good in the world. I'd love to have some sort of mind power over some politicians, right? Mind power. You know, some mind power, so I could 
look a politician in their eye and oh. kind of change their mind about being so <laughs> mean. Oh. <laughs> is, that a, is that a superpower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hypnosis, right? It'd be great to be able to hip, hypnotise politicians and make them act like good wow. human beings. Wow. <laughs> is, is that a superpower? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Bit, scary. A bit scary. scary. A little bit scary. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, I haven't thought this through. You know, you just you just asked me. This is my thought on the spot. <laughs> yeah, it could be it could be a scary superpower. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Almost too much power, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you you wanna want to you wanna travel more, so you want to Tell you, yeah. superpower like a teleportation, time travel. <laughs> I did think that time stop when you or, first said when you first asked me. That's actually what came into my mind. Yeah. yeah, to teleport anywhere in the world. Yeah. <laughs> that would be safer, maybe, than hypno- hypnotic powers. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> okay, so we have two questions. Oh, yeah. two, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last question. Last question is, uh, if you had to describe yourself by using three stuffs, yeah. what would you buy for describing yourself? You don't have to mind about money like if you were like, given a credit card that like, you can buy anything that would describe me yeah. but three three things okay yeah oh okay the first thing would have to be a piece of art right oh okay so Salvador Dali's art yeah well yeah. or uh, Frida Kahlo could ah. be the Mexican artist mm-hmm. Or, um, yeah, either that or living in a, an amazing architecturally designed house. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that would be incredible. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, a huge, not huge, okay, that's crazy, but a very interesting piece of art mm-hmm. and living in um, a really interestingly uh, designed house. Um, by a famous architect and um, something else I really really love um, as you know actually is gardens gardens. and so it would have to be surrounded by just an incredible garden Mm -hmm. maybe like some I saw in Japan I don't know (laughs) but yeah yeah Mm. so piece of art an amazing House. I'm not talking about big, but interesting, right? Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. Uh, in a in a very beautiful garden. Wow, that I would was, be heaven for me. I was oh, very really. different from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because everyone you you, you said like right, uh, the, the 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 piece of art and the house and garden. Mm. Everyone had uh, everything is everything is like. Permanent, like in ah. in like stuck in the, the one place, and yes. it's not opposite it's not, from what you expected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know maybe that is because I've been very fortunate and I've had that ability to travel a lot, mm. and it, and it, and I just think sometimes if if your own home environment is beautiful, that's amazing too to actually live each yeah, day in make a place. your life beautiful. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> ah. So yeah, they're the things that come to mind. Wow, <laughs> amazing <laughs> answer! <laughs> yeah, amazing. 
tricky though. It's tricky to think of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. warning. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, you know, we are going to finish. Uh, our podcast, yeah, but I, actually, I I just wanna tell something about. Actually, I have been like been thinking about invite you mm. to our our podcast since I I I first like did my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I when I I came to uh, intermediate and I met Kuma and. We have some quite the same personality, and yeah, um, I noticed you've got a great friendship, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, but actually, I I really want to really wanted to to do a podcast. Then I I I came to impact, and yeah, it's like a, a little a little goal that I really want to do and I really wanted to do, and yeah, when I when I came to uh, intermediate class, like. My speaking or my grammar is quite little strong. <laughs> yeah, and I think I I will be uh, unable to I I will be able to like to do. Yeah, and I have like interview five six people, and I think yeah this this time we 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 might can't invite you. <laughs> Thank you. I know I appreciate that. That was great to be part of your. Your project, <laughs> fantastic, and really great that you're you've got that goal because it's a bit of a challenge, isn't it? Interviewing yes. people yeah. in your second language. Yeah. yeah. So I think I really admire that you're very courageous and <laughs> you're doing a great job. I always like uh uh curious curious about about life and especially uh people, right? Like, what did they What did they do? What have they done? Something. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's always interesting. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So today we like very glad to talk with you. I think yeah we have to like finish and. Oh well, yeah. thank you very much for having me. It's uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much <laughs> to coming so much. <laughs> for, yeah. for coming. See you. See you. Bye.